Welcome to Truth Uncompromised. I am your host, Rhonda. Join us every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Truth is peace. Truth is justice and freedom to love, live, and be. Music provided by SourceVibrations.com All right, all right, family. Welcome to the Truth Uncompromised show. I am your host, Rhonda. Uh, We have a great show planned for you tonight. Um, Tonight's topic Brother Sean, uh, I want to thank him because he recommended it. So we are going to go in tonight on King James demonology. Also, has scheduled a brother um, Andrew to drop and join us between seven and eight o'clock. Um, also, did a good drop on uh, demonology as well. So he's going to join us for the discussion. So with that said, let me bring on my co-hosts. I see both Sean and Sis there. So here we go. Let me bring on Brother Sean. Peace and love, brother. How are you? Wellness and power, sis. I'm well. How about All you? All right. I'm well. I'm well. Great to hear your voice. I am well. Likewise. All right. All right. Let me bring on Sis Sandra. Peace and love, sis. Peace and love to you too, sis. And to you, brother. Sean. <laughs> hey, sis. And family. All good right. <laughs> good good to hear your voice, sis. Good to hear your voice. Um, okay, so uh, as usual, we have a bunch of stuff going on. So before I get into the follow up items, I just wanna ask, um, Sis, I'll start with you. Do you have any go ahead on with the fuckery? Well, not really. I've been kind of experiencing some personal losses. So, um, yeah, so, you know, like in the last two weeks, they like dropping like flies. So um, I I haven't paid much attention except I get tired of it. I don't even know why they include us in all this stuff and have to put it on everything. About every two minutes about this thing and that thing, but you know that's the only thing I have problems with is they just keep saying it over and over again, like it's something to do with us, and it doesn't have anything to do with us right, 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 indeed, indeed, Brother Sean, you have anything with the go head on with the fuckery for tonight? I'm good, okay, all righty, <laughs> <Okay>. um <laughs> okay, so. Um, I'm going to start with the follow-up items. We have quite a few tonight, um, and it's getting hard, so I have to block a lot of the stuff out, put it to the back burner, unfortunately. So I'm going to start with the stuff in the skies first. Um, You know, if you all aren't um, YouTube scrollers, I would encourage you to do so. Um, I have to give a shout out 
to put content on YouTube. Um, they are really putting, of course, there's a lot of garbage out there, but if you can use your discernment, which I know a lot of other families can, you can really find a lot of good um, content out there. And lately, folks have been. Oh, they starting with it. Okay, yeah, so yeah, it, it's them. Already. It's not me, cause I even switch headsets, so it's not it's it's them. It ain't me. So yeah, they um, <laughs> yeah cause I heard it when. Cracking. Oh, dang. Okay, so get give me a second. I I'll um switch over. So hold on. Yeah, they started in the introduction. <laughs> yeah, they did. I guess it's probably this subject matter. <laughs> oh, yeah, they do a lot of that, don't they? Yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen very many people take this subject on. No. You know, but, you know, I hear a lot of people um, copying us. So yeah. that's kind of interesting. They're they already out there with it. And I'm like, oh, they must have heard that from us. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, can you hear me now? Yes, we can. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool thing, thing, cool thing. Yep, 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 yep. All righty. So um, uh, I was back to the YouTube content people, giving them a shout out. Um, yes, they have really, really been doing a great job with putting out content. Uh, folks have been um, going outside, uh, tracking things in the sky, um, even one brother, shoot, and I'll, I'll have to get you that YouTube channel because the sis sent it to me. Shit, he put he he flew up his drone. <laughs> That's how much he ain't playing playing with them. So, um, and they've they've really, 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 really been cap capturing all of these different um, planetary objects in the sky uh, by the sun, particularly when it rises and set, and also um, by the moon, okay? So as we've discussed for several times on this show, we've been discussing it for years that these things are to come as the um, age has changed over and these new energies are here. That's what those new planetary bodies represent to uh, raise the vibration of the planet and also raise our vibration. So as usual, I'm minding my business, and um, we have where I talked about it, I think, a couple of weeks ago, where China has built an artificial moon, and uh, they're going to launch it. Now, they claiming, sitting up here claiming, that they launching this artificial moon because um, they want to light the sky at night and as well light the streets to save energy, wah, wah, woo, et cetera. So um, the DailyMail.com, when did they put this out? Uh, November 14th. Uh, China builds an artificial sun that can hit temperatures of 180 million degrees Fahrenheit in, a, in its quest to produce near limitless cheap energy. Now, before I go into reading this, um, 
YouTube, and again, shout out to the YouTube community. They have been putting out content over the last, this is the second year, discussing the artificial sun technology, um, how there are patents on the technology from different nations, how they were building it, how they were testing it, and then specifically folks have been documenting in the sky where um, here in the U.S. where they have been using this artificial sun, okay, um, and I know that they're telling the truth, and I've shared this story several times because I have security cameras around my house that just so happen to catch when the sun set and, and when the sun rises, and countless a number of times on that security camera, I have um, spotted the artificial sun because it has a black dot in the middle of it, and people on YouTube have zoomed in on the sun, on that artificial sun, and they see that black dot spinning, okay? So now they're starting to publicly disclose that they're going to be putting up artificial suns, okay? Now their reasoning is bull S, but it is what it is. So here we go. China has built an artificial sun that reaches temperature six times that of the core of our closest star. The state-of-the-art a reactor is designed to replicate the processes of the sun as part of a project to turn hydrogen into cost-effective green energy. It reached a key milestone this week when it hit 180 million Fahrenheit for the first time, which is believed to be the temperature at which nuclear fusion occurs. Scientists across the globe are locked in a race to build the world's first operational nuclear uh, fusion reactor. The Victor will unlock a source of near limitless clean energy worth billions that some believe could save the planet from the climate change crisis. Okay, so let's stop and talk about this climate change crisis. That is a cover story, family, for the um, vibrational shifts that mm -hmm. are happening with Mama Earth, okay? So, um, you know, with, with the storms, with the tornadoes, with the volcanoes, and Brother Sean and I was talking back, back and forth uh, about a um, possible ice age, okay, and um, I just saw a video before jumping on air where um, they were saying down in Australia in the summertime that they had record-breaking winter temperatures. So this whole climate change thing is their cover story for not coming out admitting the global shift of Mama Earth, okay? And, you know, we know from a spiritual perspective, this is an alignment of the higher vibration energies, and it is cleanup time, okay? And particularly, not only has our regular sun gotten hotter, as it should be, but it has gotten assistance from a second sun, and some even say a third third sun. I do know of two because I've personally seen it twice, 
twice with my own naked eye, and then um, I caught it another time when they kind of sneak it in into some programming. Okay, so this is the cover story that they're using to throw these artificial suns up to try to block out those sun rays that are hitting our atmosphere. Because the purpose of those sun rays hitting the atmosphere is to assist in the raising of the vibration, and it's also to assist with you with unlocking your DNA code that are getting you to the higher level frequencies that you need to be. And then on the same hand, as it is doing that, it is also going to scorch those that are not in line with the particular DNA bloodline structure and vibratorial rate, okay? All right, so let me get back to this bullshit that they spewing. It's not going to be long. Scientists at the, uh-huh, I'm sorry, go ahead, brother. I mean, you can look at it another way. They putting that together. Too unthought of themselves. Ooh, hell to the gnaw. They can use mm. that to try and thaw things out, but that ain't going to work for them. But it also seems to be putting it up here to obstruct the things that are happening. Same reason yeah. why they're doing the chemtrails. And also, what is the fake ass moon hiding? Yeah, it, it's um a video. It's a yes, yes, yes. Um, I'm going to have to scroll through my stuff. A sis sent me, um, right before I jumped on the air, this brother's YouTube stuff. And he, he went in, y'all. And he talked about the moon. And matter of fact, y'all can Google it. I mean, um, YouTube it yourself because there is – now, I don't know if the footage is real – uh, the brother didn't put this footage out. Somebody else put the footage out about uh, the moon in Antarctica. And it was literally showing a picture of this supposed moon. I mean, huge as day. Um, looked like it was almost just sitting on, on the land in Antarctica. And the shit was at a standstill, y'all. It was like um, not even a, a little bit more than a half of a moon. It was just sitting there, and and the footage was only 15 or so seconds. So you can uh, definitely YouTube it. Um, when I find it, I'll plop it on uh, Truth Uncompromised Facebook. But yes, I I totally agree, Brother Sean. And you know, it's been said that the moon was a hologram. I've also heard that it was some type of uh, monitoring satellite Mm -hmm. that was uh, trying to sit up in the sky and and control uh, frequencies, uh, et cetera. So that's a very good point. Uh, And you're right with the artificial sun with blocking out the rest of the things that are going on in the sky because if you all – uh, do, do a little research on it uh, from the YouTube community. They're also showing where they have mirrors um, behind the sun as well, and 
that artificial sun rather to reflect to to put a reflection up in the sky to block things out uh because folks are filming orbs flying around mm-hmm. folks are filming cloak big ass craft um so it, it's a lot a lot of shit going on that they're hiding and now they're coming public talking about some of these artificial suns and moons for some supposed energy. This is. Mm-hmm. But that is also to be the playoff for when those other two suns do pop up. They can claim yes. it's an artificial yes. sun. Cause right. ooh, ooh, where they find that thing up at in order to test that they get that hot? I mean, what, what technology does that to, to, to test that? And right. How many of they do ass has got burnt up? That's true. That's true. You know, it, it's. I'm glad you brought up about the the suns um, that they could also be doing that to give the cover from the when the other suns show up. Uh, because the sis that sent me the the video um, was also talking about having a dream about the different planets. Um, you know, I know other people that have told me that they have had dreams about the different planets showing up in our solar system, and particularly multiple suns. Uh, one person said three suns. Um, I know I personally had dreams of seeing multiple suns in the sky, and people were just straight up stunned. So that's a very good point, Brother Sean. They're probably getting their cover story together for when those other sons, they they can't hide it anymore, in other words. Um, Okay, so it says scientists at China's Hefei Institute of Physical Science announced, (coughs) excuse me, their fusion machine reached its, uh, reached hit, oh, that's a typo, uh, hit 180 million Fahrenheit on Tuesday. Mm, okay, so they just claim, and they just recently tested this last week, y'all. Um, this is more than six times hotter than the core of the sun. Okay, so they're going to lead us to believe that I thought you couldn't get that close to the sun, but now they, yeah, okay, whatever. Right, so, but now they're claiming that they tested it, and it's six times hotter. Okay, yeah, whatever. So scientists believe that nu- nuclear fusion occurs at 180 million um, F minus, causing charge deuterium and tritium particles joined together in a huge burst of energy. Uh, let me see if I want to read the rest of this. No, I'm not going to read the rest of it because it's just uh, bullshit. They're just talking about their supposed fake science. Okay, so I just wanted to put that out there to the family that now they are disclosing artificial suns and artificial moons. And, again, shout out to the YouTube community because they've been saying that now uh, for two years that they've had that tech they have that technology and they are currently using that technology. Uh, well, so maybe, just, um I'm sorry, go ahead, sis. Maybe it's just an excuse because they know that um the people are supposed to be burning up 
according to the prophecies. Yes. A a lot of people already having multiple skin problems already, and they're seeking medical help for it. And, um, you know, we were going to L.A. uh, Tuesday. Uh It was a huge planet in the sky. What? Yes, this um, L.A., whatever planet that is, I don't know if it was that black planet, but a lot of people been recording in the L.A. area. We were here in my area, Central California. Before we even left here, we looked into the eastern sky. Mm-hmm. South, and there was this huge planet to, to the naked Was eye. it southeast? Southeast. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, because when I was in Atlanta, that's when I, I saw the um, double, the two suns twice in, in that southeast area. But, yeah, I've been hearing that, um, not hearing, I've been actually just seeing it on YouTube where folks in um, California, specifically L.A., and um, I don't know the other little cities in California that they've been discovering it. And in South America, right? folks have been recording stuff, too. Now, see, they came on YouTube and other places and said Jupiter was Nibiru. That's what Who they said. Who said that? Uh, <laughs> let's see. God, I can't remember his name right now. You asked the question, it went right out of my head. Oh, that's that's okay. That's okay. It said I'm that trying was, to compute that. But see, but the theory is, and has been in prophecy, that Jupiter, I mean Nibiru, on its return, will be mm-hmm. on the West Coast and California area as it passes by. And all this destruction will happen when it passes by, like fires mm-hmm. right. you know, and floods and da-da-da-da, hurricanes, all kinds of stuff. And that is exactly what's mm-hmm. happening. Yep. And you can see it. Yeah. But they they said it was Jupiter. I said, okay, Jupiter. Mm-hmm. I can't. I never oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, 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 because I did see some video um, where this man was like, yeah, and if y'all see something by the moon, um, that's Earth. Venus, y'all. That's Venus. And then somebody yeah, else said that it's Jupiter. I'm like, um, so when did Venus turn black? Yeah. No, this one was <laughs> real bright. And this was uh, BP Earth who said this. BP Earth, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think he's a co-op. But yeah. 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 He has too much oh. equipment. For average person, you know, to report sunspots and this this spot and that spot. So, yes, and uh, it's not black. It's hugely bright. Yeah, there's there's multiple things going on. You have the uh, the two suns, two that we know of. It's probably three by now. then you have Nibiru itself. That's the one with the red hue that right. be looking like it's straight on fire, y'all. So when you see and that sky, in the sky. Mm-hmm. yeah, when you see, and you're right, in the in the western sky, when you see it looking like fire, that's that um, Nibiru hue. And then you mm-hmm. have a black planet, literally a black planet that shows up, 
And then, as Sis said, people are reporting um, the huge, bright planet. Now, that's just a couple of that were literally documented in, on film. That's not even taken into account all of the orbs that's getting captured, all of the different cloak spacecraft um, that's getting captured. And I'm going to pull that video because uh, one brother – uh, that video that was sent to me because that brother had ran across a video that, and sis, you would appreciate this. During the California fires mm-hmm. on one of the particular uh, news stations was live reporting as the fire was going. And it was um, some craft, some plane or whatever, I guess they was trying to fight the fire with the water or whatever they put down. So somebody else uh, was looking at this on the news and saw a cloaked spacecraft <laughs> was Probably a six, six. shooting down beams and then was controlling the way the winds was blowing for the fire. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, whoa, this this thing is deep, y'all. Yeah, it, it gets deep. Although I do believe that the California fires were used with that DEU, I'm yeah. sorry, DEW technology. Uh, but like I said, I was telling some person, I said, but I tell you one thing, they burned very um, systematically because they truly did not burn those trees. And, you know, I feel that they were scared to burn the trees. They didn't even burn the shrubs around it. You know, like a wildfire will burn the shrubs. Yeah, that's deep. They showed the fire coming out of the houses, bursting. Because the laser, they say, was direct beamed to the homes. Yeah, so it's it's really, really interesting. I sent Brother Sean something last night. I'm still kind of researching it where these uh, guys were talking about different um, ghost cities. Mm-hmm. Or, and they're not really ghost cities, but ghost, I would say ghost mansions that were built back in the, uh, what was that, 1700s, I want to say. Uh, so long story short, the more I started uh, looking into what they were talking about, uh, they were equating it with how during that 1700 time, particularly the late 1700s, early 1800s, so many trees were cut down that mudslides started occurring uh, all across the planet. Okay, and so I got to thinking about, okay, so what really happened during that time frame? So we know here over in the Americas, uh, we were still fighting all of those particular wars, uh, one of the big ones, the Gullah Wars, to hold on to the land, okay? And Mm -hmm. during that time frame, as we were being defeated, they started coming in you know, tearing down the trees 
and desecrating the natural landscape and messing with the settlement of original mama. And so as I'm looking at these guys explain about these ghost mansions that they build and they felt they were doing it to fake history, blah, 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 I thought to myself, you know, Mm. that's just another indication of all of this stuff has to be cleaned up. So, and someone said to me, and this person isn't really into deep spirituality, but they are spiritual, if that makes sense. They said to me, you know, all of these buildings that have been built across this planet is unnatural because every time they dig in the soil, it takes away and it makes it unstable. So I'm saying all that to say none of this stuff is a coincidence. All of this shit that they have built to make things out of balance, it is all going to be destroyed. Okay, Some of it is going to be through fire. Some of it is going to be through water. Um, that brother in the video, he just, I'm like, damn, he ain't playing. He basically said that Europe is going to be totally frozen over. It's going to go into an ice age. Hey, that's that movie Day After Tomorrow. Yes, because when I was looking at his video, I said, oh, shit, he describing um, Day After Tomorrow. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, let's see, what was I going to say? <laughs> that took me off. Oh, you said, you said, mm-hmm. when Nibiru comes, you said this some years ago, that's still going to be, he's going to bring seven sons with it. You remember Ooh, that? I must have got that from the ethers. But now I did have a dream that it was about that amount, either seven or nine suns huh? in the sky. Yeah, and that's Phil, what my dream was. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah, Doctor Phil, see, we're going to go through the uh, the um, galactical rift, and as we go through the Milky Way, which is the Milky Way gap, that Milky Way gap, you know, you see the stars of the Milky Way, mm-hmm. you see this, this blank spot. We're supposed to go through that, and it depends on what goes first, the Earth or the Sun. If the earth goes first, I think we'll still get the sun, but if the sun goes first, we're not going to have any daylight. And I think they're right now telling the people that it's going to get dark. Yeah, because they're trying to set the scenario that the sun is, um, energy is dimming. So whatever. I'm sorry, Brother Sean. (laughs) Go ahead on. (laughs) Well, Nibiru is actually a sun. Everybody looking for a planet. Well, the sun is kind of like a planet anyway, so like the moon. So, but they don't name it a planet. But um, the moon yeah. Is a hologram. Mm-hmm. They can never ruin the sun. That's why they fear it. I mean, if this don't create as much havoc as they say it is, mm-hmm. it's supposed to burn up. It would make sense to me that it's the third largest sun. That that would make sense. Mhm. That that would make sense. I do know that um other people, I know um 
Brother Remedy H. said it. And then um, another lady, she's on Facebook. Her name is um, Nana Wu. And uh, she she does uh, Facebook live video posts. Um, both of them, now two separate people, said that they had dreams uh, that getting so hot that, that the sun uh, raised the temperature of the planet so hot and the re- radiation was so high that people were just com- combusting, but they were like turning into dust. <laughs> and they saw folks with hazmat suits on, like scraping up these ashes off of um, off of the ground. Now, these were two totally separate people with two told they don't he put he put his out one day she put hers out another two separate dreams so i found that very 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 interesting you know um sorry go ahead sis go ahead i had a dream that they had those plastic tupperware containers and um this is before i realized they do have them and they were huge and they were rolling bodies into those Tupperware containers, about three or four people at a time. They were all European. And um, so I saw this some years ago, and then somebody pointed, and I, I told people about it, then somebody pointed mm-hmm. out to me that Bush Jr. had ordered those containers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they they are in FEMA camps, waiting to roll people into them. And I said, right. "Whoa!" So um, I was listening to Dina Cow. She has a, mm-hmm. uh, a a YouTube thing, and she was this preacher was getting on there, and he was talking his prophecies, and he mentioned that too. But see, there was a big old hype because Obama was president. And everybody was seeing all this stuff they claimed because they were afraid that Obama was going to be their terminator. But they need to be worried about mm-hmm. They need to be worried about this dude here. And you know, my my only thing with the whole European thing is just the fact that they're not being honest with their own people. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you know we're at the point now of no point of return, so folks have to get their shit in order. They have to live through truth, and this this goes to the melanated people too. But right now, I'm on the European, so not uh, this particular time is your goddamn time. Um, you know they're not putting out the truthful message to their people to get their shit together from a conscious perspective and let go of all them airs and bullshit of superiority because mama is not playing. It's cleansing time. Okay. So they're not being truthful to their people on why um, the sun is being even more brutal and, and beating down um on them and why suicide rates 
are skyrocketing for um, white men specifically um, in the U.S., which is the sad part. Uh, but on the other hand, it is everyone's responsibility on the planet to know what's going on to raise their consciousness. So uh, we're definitely living in in some interesting times, and uh, it's to the point, like we've discussed over the past couple weeks, that the um, portals are definitely open, and the energy is already seeping in, no matter how much they try to block it. And so the truth will prevail. They have no choice but to start bringing these things forward because they are manifesting in the physical from the spiritual. And it's not that they didn't know, like Sis said, it was written, it was prophecy. You know, this is what our ancestors documented. And um, particularly the uh, Caucasians, uh, a set of them, they held those prophecies. They know what those prophecies are. Um, And, you know, just what a shame for them not to have prepared their folks better than, than they are. So, but, you know, it is what it is. Okay, so um, the other thing I want to bring up, let me just check to make sure. Um, oh, that's what uh, some, okay. You know, uh, brother, uh, it, brother is in the queue, so I'm going to get you. More... Brother, press star one, and then I'll see you. And then um, the sis just text me saying that's, Human combu- combu- oh, combustion, yes, yes, with people exploding. Okay, go ahead on, sis. Oh, I was going to say uh, BP Earth, I think he even said that we are the second rock from the sun instead of the third rock like we used to be. So that's also increasing the heat on this planet. We change positions. That doesn't surprise me. That doesn't no. surprise me at all. So um, definitely gearing up. Okay, um, let me see. I think let's see if I can find brother. He's there. Okay, let me bring him in. Peace and love, brother. How are you? Oh, hi. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? <laughs> I'm well. I'm well. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us. Oh, can you, you introduce yourself? Yeah, can you introduce yourself to the family? Yes, my name is Andrew. Um a lot of people know me as um Zal. Um Okay. Okay, um just again family, brother Andrew is joining us uh because he was recommended by brother Sean because uh, he did a real good drop on um King James demonology. So I asked him to join us tonight as we kind of break this down. And so I'm, um, you know, very glad that you are joining us for this. So, and sorry, I don't know how long you were in the queue. We always do kind of a follow up and kind of discuss what's going on 
uh, before we oh, get I, into tonight's content. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, I just got in. Um, I'm actually a little bit late, I guess. Uh, I had to handle something real quick. But uh, no worries. Uh, I've been in for about five minutes. About five minutes. Okay. 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 Well, no worries. So I was overhearing no what was. was Oh yes, I was, I was overhearing what you were talking about uh, in regards to uh, them not stopping the prophecies that was predicted uh, yeah. by our ancestors. Um, yeah, that was uh, yeah, that was done purposely to uh, essentially divert uh, a particular flow of consciousness that was supposed to take place at that particular time. But they did it exactly at the time it needs to be done. Um, it's just that uh, when we when we're viewing that particular time, <clears throat> we we also looking at a totally different type. Uh, I gotta put this: we're looking at different levels of calendars. So uh, whereas we got a twelve uh, twelve month calendar, they're dealing with a thirteen month, a twenty four month, and then some of their calendars only have nine days. So you know what what days in particular to uh you know put certain spells out there or yeah certain events. Mhm. Mhm. Now know, when you when you say uh huh. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just had a oh, no, quick ahead. question. Did you mean our uh-huh. ancestors or um the the Caucasians that got a hold of the knowledge? or that was actually given the knowledge. I'm not even going to say got a hold of. I'm sorry. So who had the mm-hmm. different calendars to know uh, what mm-hmm. spells to put out at, at which particular time? Well, as you just stated, uh, it was given to them. So mm-hmm. this will come from our people. Yep. Uh, in particular, our people that were uh, at odds with us. Um they will use our calendars that we essentially taught them as well and then took those calendars and taught them the same thing. But, you know, as as far as that goes and as far as some magic spells go, um, it is true that the, the Caucasian was uh, taught, a, uh, taught a great deal of things. We also have to keep in mind that in his culture, uh, some of the stuff that uh, we're dealing with Coming from his viewpoint, he actually created his own his own regard. But um, when it comes to the calendars, uh, yes, they they deal from an uh, interplanetary aspect. They deal from um, uh, uh, how can I put this? They they deal from a lunary aspect of, of things. They, they they seem to go uh, use the calendars based on uh. The season. This is why they give us the, the mm-hmm. equinoxes, even though we're dealing with only yep. we're dealing with four of them in their, um, you know, in their eyes, on their view, based on their uh, limited view of things. But right. same time, um, all the calendars are based on specific um, level of events, of events they're going to unleash or put out, put forth that this day and time. Like, for instance. Um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm live out here in California. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh-huh. I'm from uh, the, the Bay Area, and okay. um, I noticed that every year that, that I've lived here. I've only noticed this for the past three years, but since I went back uh, doing a retrospect on a couple of things, I realized that every time they have a massive uh, fire, there's always a massacre shooting or massacre shootings that take place. Um, 
Mm-hmm. The, the deeper I looked at that, the more I realized that the the, the masquerade they had in Vegas <clears throat> last year, uh, they mm-hmm. had that right around the time that they had the Wicker Man Festival. And right at the time they had the Wicker Man Festival, at the same time they had forced the, uh, the last fires they had in California uh, at that time. The mass shooting combined with the, the fires, uh, that's the that's in itself is the entire symbolism of the Wicker Man. So it's like man, mm-hmm. man sacrificing himself. So now here we, here we go again. These new forest fires, or these new fires that burned the Malibu and Air Wells, um, and you had a mass shooting that took place. You had a mass shooting between uh, the Bar and Grill up in Thousand Oaks. Right after that mm-hmm. happened, the forest fire happened at Thousand Oaks. Then you have uh, uh, oh, you had the shooting at the Jewish Temple, the synagogue. Uh, right. So all these shootings take place around the same time the fires happened. It's always a symbolic sacrifice, like like a baptism. Got you. Got you. So a ritual in essence. Yes. Yes. Uh, wow. Yes. Now that's a very, that's interesting. It makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. And um, that's why I'm, I'm happy that you're joining us tonight because, whew, okay, so I started in with demonology. I um it got all the way because it took me some time to get into um, the language. And you know what I'm saying. The way it's written, it's English, but I guess it's old uh, English. Yes. So I had to get my brain together <laughs> to convert the words. So once I was able to do that, I was cool. But I got all the way up until I finished all of the end of book one. Um, so, you know, I just found it interesting that, number one, he started out, and and first of all, let me back up family, because I'm probably rushing for those that don't know. So forgive me. I'm all excited when he started talking about the rituals and spells. So, so, okay, so King James, okay, first, you know, let's just make the family remember that he was melanated. All of the kings at that time that sat on them thrones were uh, melanated, okay, before yes. the uh, Caucasians took rule, okay. So King James is credited with their saying he wrote the Bible. He didn't actually write the Bible. He commissioned for the Bible to be published, okay. But before that, I, I would highly recommend folks read Demonology because Demonology was written supposedly by him before mm-hmm. the Bible, and um, it clearly is a pretext, and I like how Brother Sean said this, demonology is a pretext to how they were going to set up the Holy Bible. Um, but the uh-huh. other point is you're going to see as you're reading through demonology that he referenced the scriptures. Mm-hmm. So that lets yes. you know that there were scriptures already out there prior to uh, the Bible. And when was this written? Was it 15? Down going it, I had it. Let me pull it up. When it was uh, actually written. Uh, I want to say it was, uh, bear with me, my stuff just 
disappears. 1597. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Brother Sean. 1597, yes. Um, so um, it was, come on, Wikipedia, just trying to, I've already donated to y'all. Okay, so uh, demonology um, in form of a dialogue is divided into three books by the high and mighty Prince James, was written and published in 1597 by King James V of Scotland, uh, later also James I of England. And so that taught me something new by reading demonology because I didn't even know that King James was actually King of Scotland before he was of England. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, So it is uh, a philosophical dissertation on contemporary, and I'm probably not pronouncing this right, but you see this word a lot in demonology, necromancy, necromancy, and the historical relationships between the various methods of um, divination used from ancient black magic. This includes study on demonology and the methods demons use to bother trouble men while touching on the topics such as werewolves and vampires. Okay, so I'm not going to read the rest of that. I just wanted to give you an introduction that demonology was written 1597 prior to by King James of England prior to the publishing of the Holy Bible or the King James Version of the Holy Bible, which was published in 1611. Okay. Now, what struck me out the gate on the first uh, chapter of it is, if you want to call it chapters or whatever, he starts going in on the, uh, a witch, because it starts out talking about Saul, who we know in the Bible as Paul. Um, so it goes on to say that um, a charmer witch um, is, or a charmer or spellcasters who supposedly had brought forth um, or conjured image to Saul, which we know as Paul. So what was interesting to me was that he was saying that the witch, which he called the um, charmer, performed the ceremony by using circles and conjured um, up and I think who she kind conjured up was um dang I wrote so much I can't even remember or read what I wrote who she conjured up because she brought forth to him brother Sean you remember what who she particularly brought forward to Saul and um, King James was like that couldn't be so because Saul she performed a ritual ceremony for Saul, what we would know today as a seance. You mean the witch of Endor who did a seance for Saul because he asked her uh, who was going to win the war that he was waging, and she conjured um, up for him to see, show him who was going to win. Yeah, he didn't talk about the war in here. Um, he just talked about how she 
conjured up, uh, conjured up rather, uh, someone. Yeah, the person had passed on, and so uh, King James was like, "That couldn't be so." Um, and oh, Samuel, Samuel, that's what it was. Okay, all right. Now I didn't found my little writing. Yeah, I apologize. Um, so King James was saying that Saul was mistaken. And Samuel was not called forward yeah. in the ceremony. I'm sorry. Go ahead, my brother. And when you want to jump in, just you know, let me know when you want to put something on it. Okay. Um, so he he was saying that uh, King James was saying that Saul was mistaken. Samuel was not called forward in the ceremony. Uh, because all Christians agree that it was only the sorcerers and witches who are ignorant to believe this. And um, they use Satan, which can transform himself into an angel and uh, use the light. So what was interesting to me, again, was out the gate, and you're going to see this throughout um, the first book, because I've only gotten through the first book of demonology, how he's going to be pointing out that the uh, witches and sorcerers are performing these ceremonies to use magic. Now, the interesting part about it is those that are familiar with ceremonies and rituals he went into some details uh, talking about the circles, which really, really kind of taken me back because I had never seen anything to that detail in any of these, quote, quote, religious um, texts. So I'll pause in case somebody want to put something on it uh, while I find my next uh, bearing in my writing, in my notes, rather. Yeah, that's what you well, when you when you're about. used, oh, okay. That was in chapter one. Yes, yes, I'm still in chapter one. Yes. Go ahead, hey, go ahead on, brother. Oh, oh, I was just going to say that um, when when they when I was going to go to the symbolism aspect of it and the whole meaning of the circles, like when they're using the circles, they're talking about congregation. Uh, for one. Um, the very meaning of the word church is to say a circle. So uh, when you're talking about the circle, not only are you talking about uh, the, the church, you're talking about the sun. So that's the whole point of the uh, son of God or the son of man coming to, to the forefront because within the middle of that circle would be man as the sun. Now, they refer to that as a black dot or as a dot. But him mm-hmm. in that circle means he got a full three three sixty perspective of his awareness. Mm-hmm. Now the uh, the whole triangle aspect of it, because now, now that you're talking about the magic, uh, right. now you're talking about the triangles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we go into the uh, the squares. Now we're talking about the kingdom. So now we're talking about controlling the the metatron, the cube that basically mm-hmm. the metatron uh, or the Al right. created. So. In this case, uh, him saying that he, they went to a seance to essentially bring forth this uh, demon, which is basically uh, 
uh, a demon would be man or any being essentially at a a root level. Now, some many people may mm-hmm. refer to it as a lower level being, or in a lower level being, something that is vile or that's uh, destructive. In actuality, it just means he likes to stay at the beginning of things. He doesn't move forward. You come to you come to the root to understand where it all begins, if it has a beginning. So, therefore, the demon is just still stuck at the bottom, or he loves being there. So now they mm-hmm. have to go into the circle and to the congregation to essentially bring him forth. Now, I'm listening to the whole Saul and Paul thing and in regards to Saul and Paul. Now, they're talking about a black and a white magic. Well, there's no such thing. Because clearly, uh, magic is in itself a neutral science. It has mm-hmm. no uh, good or evil, so to speak. Now, we apply a good or evil to it, but it's just inaccurate. It doesn't have to discriminate. It, it all depends on how you use the uh, magics right. for wherever you want to use them for. So that in itself is an oxymoron. But, but they're talking about any type of black magic, so to speak. They're talking about an odor. So it means the demon is way older than the, the demon of light, which would be the white magic. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to say. Mm-hmm. On that part. No, very, very good. Thank you for that. And thank you for the, the Saul and Paul breakdown because um, later on in, in um, one of the chapters, he did say that Saul had to give up Saul to become Paul. So I love how you just explained it between uh, the light and the dark and um, how, you know, you really have both because that's that whole yin and yang um, duality concept as well. Uh, so very, very good point. And I like how you use that the circle, when I was speaking of the circle, I was speaking of it in the literally ritual perspective of creating a circle to conjure up a certain energy, and I love how you used it as the circle being the congregation coming together to conjure up whatever particular um, energies, and that the demon is actually just the lower nature, because uh, we all have lower and higher nature, okay, and the family will know what I mean when I equate that to even your chakras of the balancing out the energy. So it's depending on where you want uh, to be with that. So thank you for well, that. Um, I'm sorry, go ahead, brother. But it's it's deep because uh, I've heard the I've heard what in, uh, individuals in the uh, so-called uh, I'm not going to say so-called, but I've heard individuals <laughs> in the conscious community have essentially established that the, the, the lower nature is somehow uh, a negative that we have to reach this higher. And then that's, that's nice because you most certainly should. But however, you can never reach the higher unless you start at the roots. It always has to start at the roots. Right. So this is why when we are speaking in the higher, we only see what they show us in the higher. So we see a tree of life. We will see it at the top. We'll see when it's fully grown. But we not we will not see it as when it started off in the roots. We don't even see right. what essentially was the seed that planted that was needed to plant that tree. We don't know what that was. 
So that becomes that comes before even just planting in into the the ground. Then you have to right. take in the mind that will essentially create the seed that was planted into the ground. Then right. the mind that will essentially have to fertilize it. So now that's when it gets higher and higher. And that's coming from the person that was lower and lower. Right. Very, very good analogy. Um, another thing that came to mind, and I, I forgot it, but I'm glad you interrupted me so I could talk about it too. When you talked, when you spoke of the triangle, um, and that's, I can't remember if that was in chapter one. I think it was when uh, it's a little bit further down, but anyhow, when he started explaining and we're talking about King James, when he went into uh, specifics on the, I'm going to call them rituals or ceremonies that these particular witches and sorcerers and charmers were performing, he talked about symbols. Okay, so he talked about the circle, he talked about um, the triangle, um, and he talked about the seasons, uh, but back to the triangle, that also made me think about the different uh, symbology that is used on the particular planet today with the triangle, and, you know, we know that that triangle also represents uh, as above, so below, the double triangle, which spins into that cube or that Metatron, which is your Merkaba or your Makaba. Uh, so thank you for bringing that up, because uh, he does talk oh, about probably. that <laughs> throughout this book, which just, my mouth just straight up flew flew open. I couldn't believe that they were putting that uh, in the book. Now, of course, they didn't go to the detail that we just went through, but just for the fact, pure fact of them talking about ceremonies and what they use in the ceremonies and how they do the ceremonies, he said, at a particular time, at a particular season. I'm like, whoa, I was really shocked to see that um, in the text. So let me see if there's any other thing I want to discuss in Chapter 1. Yeah, so basically in chapter one, he was kind of getting on Saul about this witch performing a ceremony, saying that it wasn't um, true. He really didn't know what he was looking at. Interestingly enough, uh, the one thing that I picked up is that King James in chapter one, he started uh, talking about um, he said he also these are my notes. He also questions uh, is the witch that was conducting the ritual for Saul had has the spirit of a python. So I'm like, oh, sucky, sucky now. So, um, a python. You have to think back into the um, is the fable serpent that was slain by Apollo near Delphi. Okay, so that that python represents two things. So we're going to take it back to the historical point in the Greek era on how the python represented the prophetess and how the prophetess was the oracles back in those Greek times that were the advisors 
to the rulers, the kings or whatever. So they would go to the uh, prophetess or the Delphi oracles to get the particular spiritual information, okay? So um, that's one point of that python. The other point of the python, and we should know by now from a spiritual perspective, of course, it represents the kundalini energy, okay? Mm. And then the other part, back to that python, I thought of in those Delphi times and those prophetess, remember the whole mythology of Medusa with <sighs> the snakes in her hair. And they, Medusa had to be, they killed Medusa in order to take down uh, that, I think that beast name was Titan. Um, so I just found that interesting that King James told Saul, pretty much go ahead on this woman, this witch, she is not, or charmer, is not legitimate. Um, she has the spirit of a python, okay? So that within itself is very deep. It has several meanings. Um, you know, he could be referring to the uh, oracles back in the day that was prophetess with that Medusa energy. And then on the other hand, the python also represents the kundalini energy. Okay. So, um I'm sorry, go ahead on, brother. Yes. The python could also represent Apep. Yeah, go into that. I'm like, Apec. Apec. <laughs> Jewish? No, that's going. Pep, he was always fighting Ra. That was Ra's greatest nemesis. Ah. Okay. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot yeah. of sense because even in the and Greek also, era, the, the uh, python got taken down by Apollo. But go ahead on. Yes, brother, go. Go ahead on. It can also represent the Nagar. Mm-hmm. And they were yes. Taking I mean, a lot of what we look at as serpents. So, are actually dragons. That's a good point. You know, they tried to obscure the line between that two. That's a whole yes. another topic for another day. Yes, yes, and maybe we'll put together something on that. Um, okay, so that's what I got out of Chapter 1, and it was probably Chapter 1 and 2 combined because I didn't start – keeping up with it until chapter three. So the other point hey, I wanted to make, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead, Brother Sean. Also in chapter one, it talks about the fall. Yes. Did you want to give some more insight to that? I didn't do a good job with my notes on chapter one. Hmm. Chapter two, all these chapters are, begin with argument. Yes. And I didn't start documenting them until chapter three. (laughs) Yes. And it's actually two guys going back and forth. 
um, the Latinists, he said, but I think it very strange that God should permit any mankind, any mankind, okay, since they bear his own image to fall in such gross and filthy a defection. All of these are arguments. They're trying to mm-hmm. justify what they're about to do. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. 1,000% agreed because on another part, and again, I'm sorry, I didn't start documenting closely until I got to chapter three with the arguments. My bad. It took me a while to get my head around it the difference in the language, but this was the part that blew me back in uh, chapter two, when it says he goes, he goes on to say, these are my words, that folks that have witchcraft and sorcery on their mind has an appetite um, of predicting future events. And the reason they are doing this is because of the great poverty. So in other words, the people that were being suppressed, because you have to remember these European kingdoms, they uh, were sanctioned by the quote, quote, high priest or the Catholic church or whatever, but King James wasn't Catholic. That's a separate story. He was Protestant. But anyhow, these particular kingdoms were going around and conquering the indigenous people of the land who did not have their particular, what we're calling today, organized religion. So they used, um, you know, the energies of the planet and the universe and um, used through oral traditions and were taught how to use the energies, okay, to live and to be in harmony and balance with the planet. So apparently the what they labeled witches and sorcerers, and we could have called them back in the day um, the the shamas the, with the medicine men and women and the, um, the oracles or the witch doctors, however you want to classify them, must have been pretty, pretty, pretty powerful. Uh, because out, throughout this particular book, to me, you're going to, to me, I got the vibe that there was a certain amount of fear for the knowledge and that these uh, indigenous people had, and specifically the witches, and how it can wreak havoc on these particular kingdoms planned to continue to rule in a colonized state. So for him to make the statement that they are you that they can use their witchcraft to predict future events caused through great poverty. Okay. Um and it says, for that old and crafty serpent, being a spirit, he easily spies our affections and so conforms himself, therefore, to deceive us to our wreck. Okay, mm-hmm. so, and, you right. know, 
I'll pause in case somebody wants to put something on it. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yes. Um, I want to say something about it. Um, <clears throat> a lot of the um, the witch hunts they had at the time, especially the uh, witch hunts you had later on during the seventeen eighteen hundreds, those witch hunts were just land grabs. Uh, particularly, in particular, they would accuse someone of witchcraft just so they could take the land. And once they took the land, they would kill the person, obviously, uh, have them executed, and then uh, essentially take the land for themselves and build whatever they want on the land. Um, and as far as the witchcraft goes, they didn't know what the heck that was anyway. Uh, much of the uh, science of the witchcraft is a pretty broad science. So what I mean by that is, uh, you're talking about a combination or a, a combination of various forms of, uh, I want to say demonology, but <laughs> in this case, but really just diff, uh, ancient forms of uh, experimentation that has been collected amongst the people through the through the hemispheres. So mm-hmm. they had no idea what it is it was. They even even realized there was a connection to either one. It's, it's kind of like uh, looking at what well, they know now, but they didn't know at the time. Uh, it, it's like looking at the movie um, Prometheus. If mm-hmm. you've ever seen that movie before. And yes. after they awaken from their stasis and they're given a briefing by one of the, this, uh, one of the researchers, he tells them that all of these nations were essentially doing the same thing at the same time, but they had no connection with one another. That would be a lie. A bit of distortion in, in truth, but however, uh, that's what they actually believed at that time. Say, hey, hold on, you have the same thing, but y'all are connected. Well, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. They still doing the same thing, so I should tell you that they are connected in some aspect. They right. may not be a, the exact same bloodline. You know, they, they the, the the Maya may not be exactly the same as the uh, the Commission or the uh, quote unquote Egyptian. Uh, mm-hmm. But however, they shared amongst one another, being uh, one another, when it came to uh, the sciences. So their sciences would be found in the Egyptian quote-unquote texts, in the uh, Egyptian texts. You will find also maybe and more likely in the Mayan texts. Mm-hmm. So they still had a connection, just not maybe the same bloodline. But uh, so it's, it's mighty funny in the aspect that he said he will, they will use the witchcraft to predict. Well, that's interesting. Because what they were really saying, uh, for what I'm just picking up here, I'm not going to say that's what you're saying exactly, but I'm just uh-huh, this is what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Uh, it sounded like to me he was going to use uh, some form of, of uh, the metaphysics through witchcraft to create events through some form of witchcraft. So in other words, um, if I could use what witchcraft is to create events and use that as a way to say ah, these are future events, this is prediction, then I can essentially still use witchcraft but tell other tell everybody else that it's evil in the aspect of what exactly. they show us on television. So exactly. they never give you a broad a broad perspective of what witchcraft really is. Instead you're limited to what they want you to know. It's kind of like the yes. idea of a Christian telling you, oh, that's a coat. Well, what you're right. interested in is essentially a coat a as coat. well. Mm-hmm. Well, well, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. What, what do you mean? This is not a coat. This is a, this is a word of God, but it's the same thing because only you and those people that believe what's in that book are that's essentially right. a part of that culture. 
So if I believe in Allah, I'm a part of that culture. If I believe in Buddhism, I'm a part of that culture. But all of it essentially is a cult. Yes. Yes. Now, I'm glad you brought that up about, and I and thank you for that, for um, putting in there that maybe he was taking the knowledge to, uh, from a metaphysics standpoint, to, um, how do they, what's the word that they're using? Is it predictive programming? Predictive programming, future yeah. events. Yeah, predictive programming. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh predictive programming the populace for future events that they are planning because that's exactly what they have done with the science. And as you Mm -hmm. read throughout um, this book, and I highly, highly recommend it. You can go online and get it as a PDF. You're going to see that he's going to be down talking magic and sorcery and then turn right around and say, but in Christianity, woo, woo, one, two, three, and you like, come on, blood. <laughs> what you're trying right. to trying to do here. You're you're swapping one for the for the other. You're basically taking the power out of the people's hand that have been practicing this for millions and millions of years. And your point, brother, is very well taken that particular science or witchcraft could be found across the planet. In different languages, practice among different groups. So although they weren't like in each other's face, hey, how you doing? They were all still connected because they were connected to the source, to that science. Okay. And so essentially when they went around the planet uh, conquering and colonizing, they stained the magic or the energy or the metaphysics, what they called witchcraft, to take the power out of the people's hands and their culture and gave them all the the power to manipulate the sciences for their purposes to keep controlling. Mm -hmm. Okay, So very, very, very good point, brother. Um, Okay, brother... I'm sorry, go ahead, sis. Um, the Inquisition was also a property grab because they even Absolutely. dug up people in perpetuity and declared their property to be theirs. So they wow. were they were charging the people in the Inquisition with witchcraft to kill them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To get their property as well, and that I didn't they, know that. Yeah, they do that trick, and they and then they make the you know it's a gang mob uh, mentality where they get the people mm-hmm. all fired up, riled up, mm-hmm. uh, for justice, and we got to get the devil out of here, and da 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 da. <sighs> and they use religion, organized religion, as their motivator because the Catholic Church is the one who did the Inquisition. Right. So, so all of this is about land grabbing, and they're planning mm-hmm. on doing stuff here too to grab our land. Don't get it wrong. Don't get it twisted. They're mm-hmm. gonna do it again. So we're yeah, we have, Yeah. Right. I agree. I agree. It's it's the same tactics. 
It's, it's same. the same tactics. Mm-hmm. It's just now that we're waking back up and tapping into the knowledge, but I would totally, totally agree with you. I'm sorry. Go ahead on, sis. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just, but it's just that we have to mindful of the fact that them take our consciousness of who we should be dealing with, you know, within ourselves to save ourselves. They can use that and twist it for their own good. So we need to be mindful not to listen to them because they want what we have. And there's not the other right. way around. Exactly. Well, they don't have anything to offer well, us. They don't have That's true. I mean, when you have it all, what what can someone give you? Nothing. Nothing but well, an illusion if you choose to accept that illusion. Mm-hmm. So, I'm sorry. Go ahead, brother. Oh, I was just saying, I was thinking about your question there. And, you know, uh, in our case, you know, see, they, they have essentially taken everything. Uh, but here's the thing. Uh, what they don't have is the immortality that we have. <clears throat> they do not have that. See, that's what they've been trying to accomplish for how long? Centuries? To try yeah. to gain this immortality. But they will tell you that the flesh is nothing. Well, they talk about themselves. They know that the flesh is nothing for them. But they have to consume flesh to somehow have some kind of longevity in their bones. Mm-hmm. But immortality that is essentially uh, that is us, that's what they don't have. And that's what they wish that we right. could give them. Right. So now they have to mix us up with this uh, social alchemy, which is for everybody to be a part of this uh, purging of the blood. Now how they do this by mixing the blood. So we mix out the bloodlines and we have everybody mixing uh, the Asian Mixing with the Negro, the Negro mixing with the the the, the, Car- the Caucasian, the Caucasian mixing with the Asian. As all the bloodlines continue to mix, then you'll be faded out. So therefore, either there's going to be a an um, enhanced form of immortality on his part, but it won't benefit the whole. So then mm-hmm. we go back to where if his when his blood does deplete out, like they always say, we all we always say that. Mixing with him, he will essentially be wiped out. Uh, yeah, but then your blood will be tainted. So then your days mm-hmm. will become shorter. Now, that being the case, we can go back to the movie because they always put stuff in movies, right? Yeah. We go back yeah. to the movie, the time machine, and I mean the modern time machine movie they made, uh, 2002. And we can see clearly that the people in, uh, in that film, every last one of them were a mixed race of million people. Some were mixed with white, some were mixed with uh, Asian, but they all were mixed. They were no full black. The only full black, quote-unquote, that you saw in the film was a hologram. And that's to tell you how far in the future that the Negro has been depleted, that him, that uh, essentially his uh, bloodline has been eradicated. And now all you have in his remembrance is a hologram. Now that's interesting. You know, when you bring up the mixing of bloodlines, um, it brings me back to um, one of Bobby Hemmett's uh, lectures he did. It's on YouTube back in the 90s. He was saying that what he got particularly from the spirit realm was that there was a certain time frame 
that the mixing of the bloodlines, there was a cutoff is what I'm trying to say. There was a cutoff in order to survive the new higher energies and to get some of the properties of the uh, stronger bloodlines and the older souls, there was a cutoff timeline when they were supposed to be mixing in uh, mm-hmm. with the bloodlines. And he said they missed that opportunity back in the 30s. Um, yeah, yeah. So I just find it really interesting that now you're seeing all of this media talking about the swirl and uh, mm-hmm. the melanated woman getting with the Caucasian man and over in Africa, we know that that's happening with the Asians, right? The right. Asian men uh, mixing with the African women. And part of that is because of land too. Don't, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. It is part of the land, but it's, it's also a spiritual thing as well. But even with all of that, going on that they think they're going to usher out. It's really too late because the energies have already shifted. So mm-hmm. there, it, there's not enough time for them to catch up, if that makes sense. Well, see, they know that. And that's besides yeah. the point for true. them. True, because true, as true long as they, they understand that as long as they understand that they contain it in the time that they do have, it will still be a problem in the future. So let's say that they are eradicated due to that. Let's say that they are eradicated due to that state that affects the adverse effects of the sun, or perhaps they will develop disease that will just eradicate them as a whole. As mm-hmm. long as they have tainted the planet as much as they have, or tainted the soil, destroying the water or poisoning the air, that Correct. even though they are gone, now your work on recovering from the, uh, the effects of their destruction is much greater. Got you, got you. So since I can't enjoy it, I'm a show make it hard for you to enjoy it pretty much. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And make the cleanup that much harder. Um so excellent point. Excellent point. Okay, so that ends um chapter one and two, Brother Sean. Did you have anything to put on it before we go to three? Yeah. <clears throat> Another thing in two, he says, God forbid, is capital G, lowercase o, lowercase e. God forbid, for the sin against the Holy Ghost has two, has two branches, the one of falling back from the whole service of God, all capital. <laughs> what he talking about, the corporation and refusal of all his precepts, I guess his prophets, because, you know, they always sent the clergy out first. Right. Just like dude who got shot down with all the arrows, going over there with that Bible, talking about he going to save them from Jesus. I shouldn't be laughing, but yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they wasn't playing. He, I don't think he made it up out that boat, or if he did, he didn't make it far. But yeah, that's that's a good point, say, Brother Sean. It goes on to say the other is the doing, the first with knowledge, knowing that they do wrong against their own conscience, and the testimonies of the Holy Spirit 
having once had a taste of the sweetness of God's mercy. Now in the first of the two, all sorts of necromancers, enchanters, 